In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, today is the Sunday after Ascension, the Sunday before Pentecost. Behind us is the life of Jesus, his death, his mighty resurrection and glorious Ascension. In front of us is the unknown, the very new thing that God will do among his people. How do the disciples feel in this sort of no man's land in time? How do we feel in this sort of place which feels like nowhere? There is not a nowhere with God or in God. There can never be nowhere in God we are always in now and here, the here and now, a positive place where God can work with us to create new realities and where we can begin traveling on the new paths he is showing us in love. Because as Saint John tells us, God is love. And as we celebrate World Communications Day this Sunday, let us pray to God to grant us the spirit that will help us to communicate the good news of Christ's love to our world, to our brothers and sisters, in our words and our actions. Therefore, let us invite the Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit and fill the hearts of the faithful enkindle in us the fire of your love alleluia alleluia
A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. One day, Peter stood up to speak to the brothers. There were about a thousand and twenty persons in the congregation. Brothers, the passage of Scripture had to be fulfilled in which the Holy Spirit, speaking through David, foretells the fate of Judas, who offered himself as a guide to the men who arrested Jesus. After having been one of our number and actually sharing this ministry of ours, now in the book of Psalms it says, Let someone else take his office. We must therefore choose someone who has been with us the whole time that the Lord Jesus was travelling round with, someone who was with us right from the time when John was baptising until the day when he was taken up from us, and he can act with us as a witness to his resurrection. Having nominated two candidates, Joseph, known as Barsabbas, whose name, whose surname was Justice, and Matthias, they prayed, Lord, you can read everyone's heart. Show us, therefore, which of these two you have chosen to take over this ministry and apostolate, which Judas abandoned to go to his proper place. They then drew lots for them, and as the lot fell to Matthias, he was listed as one of the twelve apostles. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the first letter of Saint John. My dear people, since God has loved us so much, we too should love one another. No one has ever seen God, but as long as we love one another, God will live in us and his love will complete will be complete in us. We can know that we are living in him and he is living in us because he lets us share his spirit. We ourselves saw and we testify that the Father sent his Son as Saviour of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in him and he in God. We ourselves have known 
and put our faith in God's love towards ourselves. God is love, and anyone who lives in love lives in God, and God lives in him. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. I will not leave you orphans, says the Lord. I will come back to you, and your hearts will be full of joy. Alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory be to you, Lord. Jesus raised his eyes to heaven and said, Holy Father, keep those you have given me true to your name, so that they may be one like us. While I was with them, I kept those you had given me true to your name. I have watched over them, and not one is lost except the one who chose to be lost. And this was to fulfill the scriptures. But now I am coming to you, and while still in the world, I say these things to share my joy with them to the full. I passed your word unto them, and the world hated them, because they belong to the world, no more than I belong to the world. I am not asking you to remove them from the world, but to protect them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. Consecrate them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. And for their sake, I consecrate myself so that they too may be consecrated in truth. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
Brothers and sisters, happy feast of the resurrection of Jesus on this seventh Sunday of Easter. The Sunday after Ascension Day, the Sunday before Pentecost Sunday. Behind us is the life of Jesus, his death, his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension. In front of us, as we said in the introduction, is the unknown, the very new thing that God will do among his people. But how do we feel? How do the disciples feel? They don't know how long they're going to be there. All they know is that in his physical form, Jesus seemed to have finally left them, taken up in the brilliance of the light of heaven, and that he has told them to wait in Jerusalem where God will come to them in a new way. I wonder what they are thinking this new way will be. How are they feeling? Let us just think for a moment. Three or four years ago, they were living perfectly ordinary lives like we do with families, with friends, with fellow villagers or people in the neighborhood and their communities. And day-to-day -day routines that they followed almost without thinking, just as we do. Then this man, Jesus, told them to follow him and they did. They just did. They followed and saw and heard and experienced things they sometimes can still hardly believe. And they loved him. They still do. They still love him. All of them at some point or another. They all said they'd be willing to die for him. Yet all of them failed him. Some more spectacularly than others. They lived through the tension, the mounting danger, the terrible execution that ended the life of their Lord and Saviour in Jerusalem. They've lived with that terrible sense of loss and grief when life had no meaning or purpose and their hearts were heavy, dreading the bleak future ahead of them. Then, the light of resurrection exploded around them. Jesus was alive again, talking with them, eating with them, teaching them. His appearances were unpredictable and sometimes very brief. But, after the initial shock, None of them doubted the reality of his resurrection. Now he's left them again and they are living with a renewed sense of loss and uncertainty. Not as sharp and bitter as the first one though, but hard to bear all the same. They don't know what's about to happen to them. They don't know about the great whoosh of mighty wind which will knock them off their feet. 
They don't know about the orange and red crackling flames of fire that will fill them with courage and conviction. They don't know about the Holy Spirit who is going to breathe new life into them, transforming them into the fullest being of themselves, alive with God's life and filled with its awesome mighty spirit. For now, they are in no man's land of time. We've probably all experienced similar times. Times that can be filled with uncertainty and anxiety. Times when we have lost someone or left something behind but aren't yet ready or able to move on into the unknown. Perhaps it's our jobs, perhaps our community, perhaps we are migrating to another country, perhaps we are just moving house. Times between school or college and the world of work and careers. Times of waiting for a birth or a death or a medical diagnosis. Life-changing times and unplanned breaks in our way of life. Perhaps we are in one of those times now. We have perhaps had a medical diagnosis that has shocked us, that hasn't sunk in yet, that we are dreading the unknown of it. And we don't know where God is going to lead us next. It may feel like we are nowhere. Nowhere, indeed nowhere. Let us reflect on this word for a moment. Nowhere. There is not a nowhere with God or in God. There can never be a nowhere in God. In God, we are always in the here and the now. The now and the here. A positive place where God can work with us to create new realities and where we can begin traveling on the new paths he is showing us in love. Because in the readings today, in the second reading and also in the gospel, Saint John tells us that God is love. That when we live in love, we live in God. If we have any sense of being in one of those in-between places today, perhaps we could spend this week reflecting on that. Thinking about what is now and here for us. Considering what we might be needing to put to rest. What thoughts and attitudes we might be needing to give up within ourselves. Perhaps it's fear. Perhaps it's anxiety. Perhaps it's, it's just the unknown. Because experience tells us that very often we cannot move forward until we have put down the past 
or made a decision that we want or need to move on. Just as the wind and fire of Pentecost descended upon descended only when the disciples knew that Jesus' time on earth really was over. So God can only lead us forward when we've stopped trying to hang on in an unhealthy way to the past. Brothers and sisters, I believe that if we give ourselves fully to now and here, whatever that means for us, On the day of Pentecost, whenever that day is for us, we will be ready to go forward again, ready to say yes to God's plan for us, even if it's not what we want. And we don't need to be afraid of saying yes to God. God cares for us and God protects us. God loves us. He will not ask us to do anything he knows we are not ready and able to do with his help and guidance. And God knows about our need for time, time to grieve, time to summon up courage, time to make big decisions, and he will allow us that time. But sometimes he knows we need a bit of a push or a bit of a wake-up call to nudge us into action. And he will do that for us in ways we might least expect. He may speak in the whoosh of a mighty wind and the roar of tongues of flame or in the still small voice in the depths of our being. But he will speak. Of that we should be certain, and when he does, it will always be for the fulfillment of his loving purpose for each one of us, and it will always lead us deeper into his eternal life. On this seventh Sunday of Easter, World Communications Day, which anticipates Pentecost, we pray for the Holy Spirit the chief communicator, to enlighten us on what to do and to help us to communicate the good news of Christ's love to our world. May God continue to bless us, our friends and our families and all our endeavours like he did to his first followers of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us be united in prayer with all who are justified in the Spirit of God. And let us say to Christ our Lord, May your Spirit come to aid to our aid. Lord Jesus, help us to live by your Spirit and show us that we are God's children. May your Spirit come to our aid. Through your Holy Spirit, intercede for us with the Father. Make us worthy of your promises. May your Spirit come to our aid. Make us generous, warm-hearted 
and unselfish. Let us always, help us always to think of the needs of others. May your spirit come to our aid. Through the Holy Spirit, grant us the desire to seek God's kingdom and his justice. Strengthen our resolve to know you and the Father. May your spirit come to our aid. We pray for all those who have asked us to pray for them. And we pray for those who have no one to pray for them. Lord Jesus, grant them what they need. Give them peace and joy this day. May your spirit come to our aid. We thank you, Lord, for all the gifts you've given us. The gift of life. The gift of a new day. The gift of family. The gift of friends. The gift of a job. The gift of health. Help us to appreciate all these things that you've given us. May your spirit come to our aid. We pray for those who have died recently and all those whose anniversaries occur around this time. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May they rest in peace. Amen. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. Let us now bring our own personal intentions to Jesus. We now ask Mary, our mother, to intercede for us as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let us pray. Lord God, we believe that the Saviour of mankind is enthroned with you in majesty. Listen to our prayer and according to his promise, let us feel his presence among us to the end of time. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless us and keep us from all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us continue to bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Brothers and sisters, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for praying with me. We pray that we will appreciate God's love for us 
and share this love with our brothers and sisters around us every day. Amen. I wish you a joyous and blessed celebrations of the seventh Sunday of Easter. Let us end our prayers like we began in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>